Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there. I'm Ethan Palmer, and you're listening to the Lower Boys Podcast. Today, I'll be telling you everything you need to know about the Elder Scrolls, Dragon Breaks, and Timelines in Bethesda's famed franchise. The simplest way to put it is knowledge, but there's nothing simple about an Elder Scroll. It's a reflection of all possible futures and all possible pasts. Each reader sees different reflections through different lenses and may come away with a different reading. But at the same time, all of it is true, even the falsehoods, especially the falsehoods. Urag grow Shub on the Elder Scrolls. Hey there, Lore Boys here. This is Ethan, your host for this Elder Scrolls episode. With me is Peter, one of the co-hosts of this Elder Scrolls episode. And back from vacation with a puka shell necklace, it's... James Miller, I'm back! Hey! <laughs> How's it going, Jamie? How was the vacay? Oh, it was really nice. How was, uh, how was Tahiti? Tahiti was really good. Yeah. I didn't Thanks wear for flying pants. us over here. Yeah, yeah no problem. No problem. How nope. was and is Tahiti? It's <laughs> great, and you're here, so you can tell for yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Warm, certainly. And yeah. Tahini, great vegetarian spread for anyone out there looking. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you come here for vegan food advice. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but also games. Yeah, we're the lore boys. We talk about uh, video games, nerd-ass shit. Because yeah. uh, we ta- hate sex. We're talking about Elder Scrolls again today. <laughs> we did three weeks ago. We did uh, Elder Scrolls and the creation of the world of Nern. Was that three weeks already? Must be, because we did Sonic and Cyberpunk in there. Oh, yeah. Time flies when you only live one hour per week. That is true, yes. when we record this podcast. They, yeah. ta- they take us out of cryostasis yeah. to yeah. record. We have a team of 93 monkeys upload the episode for us. Yes, <laughs> as our DNA is too unstable to maintain this shape. Yeah. We risk dissolving. For too long. Yeah, That's why we had to cut the length of the episodes down. Yeah, that's yeah. why we used to have four, four hosts. And yeah, he, one one episode. Jonathan melted. Yeah, John John melted yeah. into a horrible pile of primordial goo. Yep. Oh, he's uh, a cute puddle though. He's the really, base, a, yeah, puddle. returned to the base elements of the human body: <laughs> iron, water, <laughs> <laughs> iron and water. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all that, you need. That's what makes a human. Salt too, probably. <laughs> probably. But the salt you eat, Peter. I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> You're not born with salt. Uh, some people are. People with the chip on their shoulder play too much Dota. Uh, Oh, too much little, salt. Little MOBA, little MOBA meme for you there, kids. Uh, I don't play MOBAs, but yeah. I know those people get frustrated. <laughs> yep. Uh, historical thing: uh, PUBG fell from grace this week. First time that they're not in the most played game on Steam. Uh, you might not even know PUBG anymore by the time you listen to this because it's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Bold claims from Jamie. <laughs> what are we talking about, Ethan? I'm looking up the Steam stats for the most played game right now. Oh yeah, oh, let's yeah? check it out. I, I, I'm almost it sure says- it's Dota. Hey, it says player unknowns battleground. Oh, what's number two? Dota. Dota two. CS:GO. CS:GO. Okay. Team Fortress. No, Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, um, and then how? number five. It... 
Warframe. Warframe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Way to go. Way to go. Free to play Warframe. You yeah, know what? her crushing everything. Getting there. I understand most of the most of those, but um, Grand Theft Auto Five. I am still confused how it is one of the top ten sold games every single year for like three, four years. How, when did it come out? Like people love GTA. Ooh, a long time ago. Long now. fucking time ago. And like, still like yearly releases are still competing with Grand Theft Auto Five when most people have it already. Are yeah. people buying it twice? Grand Theft Auto Five is a lot like. The fifth Elder Scrolls game, Skyrim. Yeah, because they just, just keep fucking buying. It yeah. is a, it, but it's also a modding. Yeah, hell. modders. So like, just like you can put uh, Thomas the Tank Engine in Skyrim, people mod yeah, insane yeah. shit yeah. into Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto also has a really active online community too. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want to buy it just for the fact that they also keep updating it. So like, if I got in now, I would pay the same as someone who got in day one, and I would have like ten times the game. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of. So. Uh, you'd have to pay a lot more to be on the same level as in multiplayer. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you just there's a lot of microtransactions. It's, a, it's, it's also a pretty heavy pay-to-win game. But yeah, Rockstar's like popular, so they get away with it. They uh, get away with it, and nobody says anything. They're, like, they're not like they're not like EA, who yeah, yeah. are a bunch of degenerate dirtbags. Yeah. Honestly, they're using it to fund the single-player experience of Red Dead Redemption Two, so we're okay with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, but yeah, it's a lot like the fifth in the Elder Scrolls franchise. Which is what we're talking about today? Are they gonna make a Skyrim Two? Yes, they're working on it, Peter. Good. Don't you worry, your pretty little head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so if you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, it's not required reading, but it will definitely fill in some gaps you may have if yeah. you're listening to this episode. Uh, we basically talk about the creation of Nern and some of the gods, which are called Aedra and the Daedra, which are like demons or demon gods. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, so we said before we started recording that... Uh, the Elder Scrolls have a kind of funny timeline. Uh, the only dates I'm going to really use would be uh, eras, like when the eras change. So pretty much all we talked about last episode when uh, Lorcan and the other Aedra created the world was the Dawn Era, is what it's called. Okay. The following era is called the Merethic Era, which, as Peter will remember, the Mare are the, is the name for the elves. The elves, yeah. So this is like the, the era of the elves, uh, also known as the Mythic Era. Okay. Mm. Uh, presumably just because Merethic sounds like Mythic? I don't know. Uh, when is the Age of well, Aquarius? Mer- <laughs> it's <laughs> dawning. It's yeah. before the Dawn Era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mercury was in flux at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, it, would it not be the Merethic because it is humans hadn't arrived on the continent yet because the, the Nords, as far as I remember, to show up in the north out of fucking nowhere and start beating elf ass, right? If there's... If humans came from monkeys, why are there still monkeys, dude? Yeah. Uh, Checkmate, atheist. And when you said yeah. showed up out of nowhere, did you mean showed up out of Norway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called the Merethic Era because the beast races, so the Khajiit and the Argonians, and there's two other ones, which I can't remember. There's the Slowed, which are... The Slowed and frog, the... Frog people? Yeah, and another one that starts with D, which is like the Drog or something. But... Um, uh, that I can't remember. And possibly... The Orsimer, which probably isn't true, but there's one text in Skyrim which cites the Orsimer as a potential beast race. Oh, uh, but that's just one is, book. That's one of those white is right fucking yeah, yeah, books. Yeah, it. Just like, I don't know where I got this alt-right pamphlet, but it says some pretty fucked up stuff about <laughs> <Yeah>. orcs. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what Richard Spencer's doing in Windhelm, but all right. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rid of this. Well, he, he, got, he got turned out of, uh, he wasn't allowed to go to Sweden, so uh, yes. he, had to go to, he had to go to, <laughs> <Yeah>. to Skyrim. <laughs> Orsimers are being orcs, right? Like, basically yeah. orcs. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And again, mer the mer people are the elves. elves. Yeah. So orcs, orcs are elves technically yeah. in this world. Oh, okay. Same with the Dwemer. The dwarves are elves as well. 
okay. although they're extinct. Um, well, sort of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so sometimes there's one left in Morrowind. Sorry to cut you off. There is one guy in Morrowind. Yeah. Uh, Yargrim Bargain or whatever yeah. is in <laughs> is in Bargain. like a is in a like a leper colony right. because the, the and the only reason he is the last surviving dwarf is because he was actually in Oblivion when the dwarves built God and yeah. <laughs> vanished from this plane or whatever. So What's he was in? just he was just like. He like went. At, he he went somewhere. He's like, I'll be right back, guys. It's like yeah. that. It's like that gift from Community where Donald Glover goes to get pizza and comes back and the whole room's, the on, room's fire. on fire. And, and then, yeah. like, that's it. That that's his story. Yeah, yeah. His name sounds like something you'd use as a sound effect for an angry mob. Yorgenbargen. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he's he's in Morrowind. Okay. Um, that's a really cool story. The story of the dwarves. And I was gonna do it today, but I know you said you wanted to. I do very it, much so. would like to. Yeah. I, I, I left it to you. We're talking today about the Elder Scrolls themselves. So the last episode we did the Elder Scrolls creation lore. This episode we're doing the creation of the Elder Scrolls lore. Right. Whoa. Very different things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so sometime during the Dawn era, an unknown entity or entities uh, created what is called the Elder Scrolls. How many are there? Uh, we'll get to it. Okay. It's unknown and unknowable. Uh, the Elder Scrolls are artifacts. Of, <laughs> the Elder Scrolls are Stay artifacts <laughs> of unknown origin and quantity, being simultaneously archives of historic past and future events. Yeah. So okay. it's a scroll. On it is written. It's kind of like a Schrodinger's scroll, where on it is written either the Every future or the past, depending on who's looking at it. Okay. And from when. Um, it all loops around anyway. Yeah. Exactly. It does. In uh, if you listen to the last episode, you'll remember it does loop all around. Yeah. In. Uh, the world of the Elder Scrolls. I did remember. So they are sometimes known as Adric prophecies. Adric deriving from Adra, who are the gods, the yep. good gods, as opposed to Daedra, the bad gods or demons. Well, they're uh, it's the, muddy. They're exactly the the Daedra are more of a uh, they're um, what's what's the fucking word? They're uh, kind of they're the they're different gods. Yeah. They're uh, uh, up to interpretation gods. That's it. it depends on your opinion of what they're doing. Which is a lot of a lot of flexible the, gods. Uh, Elder Scrolls lore. Yeah. Is depending on who's telling the story because it's all derived from like almost all the lore is written in game in various books. Yeah. And it's like who wrote that book is going to kind of change you know the picture of the past and so most of it is is kind of conflicting but there is a general sense of what the most the most agreed upon by the community uh lore which is what i'm trying to stick to yeah cool uh so the elder scrolls are sometimes known as adric prophecies which implies they were created by the Aja, although there's also some suggestion that they're not like i was just saying full disclosure we do not know and we do not find out who created the elder scrolls that's all right that's... I mean, I, I, all things considered, there's big chunks of lore that I'm really happy with yeah. in the Elder Scrolls. I love how we were five games deep and an MMO and still have no idea what happened to the player. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't want to know. I think yeah. it's really cool. That's all that they left behind is their Lost weird the steam robots. And yeah. they went to the uh, they went to Rivia because the the dwarves were the first ones to arrive yeah, in ex- the world of the Witcher yeah. franchise. <laughs> If you if you remember from our unreleased Witcher episode, yeah, uh, who's the really tricky uh, spider bits? Who's the really sh- tricky? Um, no, sorry, uh, I think he's a Daedric god. Is it Sheogorath? Mm-hmm. Sheogorath is um, is the Prince of Madness. I would love if he wrote them. He's so funny. I, uh, I love his quest lines. He's like just wonky. You go to a tea party with him in Skyrim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's the who's the, which is the Daedric god which gives you the Wabber the That is him. Wabberjocky. The the Wabberjack is is The Wabberjack yeah, is Shagorat. him. Yeah. I did yeah. that in VR like in That that quest was cool. Not yeah. too long ago, yeah. The Daedric quest in Skyrim are really fucking Yeah, they're they're yeah. great. Cuz like for for a game that I'll say is a little bit dumbed down, a little bit oversimplified for my tastes. 
um, the Daedric quests in Skyrim are better than they've ever been. Because in Oblivion and in Morrowind, you would basically just like show up at a statue. It would get mad at you and tell you to do something. Yeah. Then it would give you an artifact. But yeah. like the Deidre are very clearly fucking with Skyrim. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, and all that. Yeah. yeah. I like though. There's one that uh, not to get too far off track, but uh, I was drinking wine in like VR in real life and was streaming, and someone told me to go do this quest where you get drunk and just wake up somewhere. Oh, the yes! black, where you get the black rose? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that it is felt the best like quest. on that page, too, because yeah. I was drinking in real life, and that was such a fun For quest. anyone who hasn't played it, in the game, you get blackout drunk with this guy, and then you wake up in the morning in, like, a random place, and you have to, like, piece together the events of the night before. It's like the hangover, but in Yeah, and yeah. you go to a church, and you completely destroyed it. Yeah, yeah, you completely destroyed it. <laughs> she like... won't let you leave till you clean up after. Yeah, yeah, so, that's it. Uh, which, which god is that? Um, I don't remember. I won't remember. Either, oh, no, it's, it's Sanguine. He gives you uh, the Sanguine Rose. Yeah, right. yeah, never mind. Makes sense. Sanguine, yeah. my brother. Yeah. Uh, so the Elder Scrolls are described as, as exceeding both Aedra and Daedra implying that neither group could have created them or perhaps that it required a collective effort from each group. Is it because they're too strong? So, uh, yeah, I mean, they are very strong. Um, and they're just, we don't know. I don't know where they came from, but they're described as Adric prophecies, but then also that they're stronger than the Adra. So how could the Adra have created them? And there's a bunch of debate over it. Mm. So until the events each scroll describes comes to pass, they contain information about possible events in the future with each viewing containing a possible version of events. Once a prophecy contained in an Elder Scroll is enacted in Tamriel, the text of the parchment becomes fixed. After that time, all readers ingest the same divine message, creating a historical document declaring the unequivocal Ooh. truth of a past event. Cool. It's like the two-slit experiment where they shoot photons yeah. through. Um, it, it'll look like a wave. or One it, or the if other. You're, if you're not looking at it, it, yeah. it behaves as a wave. And but then if you when, are looking at it, it behaves as a photon. Yeah, so oh. if you like set up this screen behind it and shoot a bunch of stuff through it, the pattern that it shows up on the other side of the two slits looks like it was a wave. Then all of a sudden you put a camera right at the two slits to see how it's traveling through and it reacts differently. Yeah. That's cool. So like yeah. the the history of Nern and Tamriel is like quantum history. <laughs> like depending yeah. on how you look at it, it changes. And then as soon as you do take a photograph of it, yeah. then it stays that way forever. Even if you, it's it's so crazy. Like the, the, exper the experiments that scientists have done to try and trick light into behaving certain ways, like they'll put a camera there and it'll behave a certain way. And then they'll put a camera there and turn it off just to see if like light behaves differently, and it does. It behaves like it's got like performance anxiety. That's uh... it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like, it, it's it's so funny. A photon of light, like with a little bit of sweat going yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Cool, I don't know. Wrapped up in a towel, doing yeah. its makeup. <laughs> <laughs> um, look up the two slit experiment if you guys haven't already. There's yeah. some really cool YouTube videos. It's, it's where I mentioned uh, Schrodinger and his box was. Famously, uh, he was talking about how ridiculous quantum mechanics were and how like ludicrous it was to try and think that way. And yeah. it's all like quantum mechanics started with the observation of light and how light can be a photon and a wave at the same time. And it's yeah. the only thing we know of that can be a photon and a wave at the same time, okay. depending on how you look at it or yeah. don't look at Just it. Just to be sure, um, I have a degree in psychology. Don't listen to me, yeah. but look it up. <laughs> I've, yeah. Got a I've got a degree in cinema video and communication. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a degree. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. But if I get one, it'll be in business. So. <laughs> uh, scholars, so scholars in the world of Elder Scrolls cannot argue the bias of the writer of an Elder Scroll, and the contents of a scroll, once solidified, cannot be altered by any known magic. So it's like once it's written on an Elder Scroll, like that is 
Lore Boy's canon strong, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, which is, as we know, the strongest substance on Earth is yeah. the Lore Boy's canon. Lore Boy's canon. Yeah. We Sharpie. build cannons out of unobtainium. He's like, well, what if, well, if Lore Boy's canon is so strong, why don't they just make airplanes out of it? Yeah. <laughs> make some material that they make the black black boxes and airplanes are made of Lore Boy's yeah, canon. Yeah. If any, but if you know anything about Lore Boy's canon, you know it's very dense. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like us. Sharpie, uh, no, white out. That's what happens. That's what... Lord Boy's canon, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and with the I Elder Scrolls, with the Elder Scrolls yeah. Sharpie, no Sharpie, no white out. Yeah. Moth priest living on the edge. Yeah, exactly. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the scrolls have some relation to time, as you can imagine, because depending on what point of time you're in, they're going to say a different thing. Yeah. Uh, they offer a view through a fixed point in time to the flow, uh, and offer a view through a fixed point in time to the flow of time itself. Okay. So, okay. Uh, they they operate from a fixed point in time and they can see pretty much they can they can see in the future or the past is what okay. I'm saying. Time I had, uh, is a river; they are a stone. Yeah, yeah, and a stone with eyes on both sides of its head, like stones have, like stones do, like a deer, <laughs> yeah, like a deer. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, it's a deer stone. I had, I had brought this up in the last one. It, again, I don't know if this is going to come up. Does this have anything to do with dragons? Because I know dragons are linked to time as well. We'll talk about. Um, uh, we're not going to talk go into dragons because the dragon lore in the Elder Scrolls is actually really, really thin. Okay. Uh, but we will talk about the relation of the dragons to uh, time and to the Elder Scrolls themselves. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the next sentence I have is, however, they appear to be dependent on the flow of time in order to function. Events which alter the linearity of time, known as dragon breaks, cannot be recorded or predicted by the Elder Scrolls. Oh. So it's called a dragon break. Because Akatosh or Ariel, if you yep. guys remember from the last one, they're one and the same, uh, is depicted as a dragon. Yeah. And he is the Lord of Time. Because uh, Anuiel, when he when Anu created the universe, he created Anuiel, who created matter, and then Anuiel created Ariel, who was time. Right. On the universe. So Akatosh is time itself. So whenever these uh, schisms in time occur, it's you're breaking Akatosh the dragon. So it's called the Dragon Break. Oh, okay, that would make sense. Uh, are you going to cover? Uh, you are going to cover the use of Elder Scrolls in the game, right? Yep. So I will. I won't bring that yep. that up immediately then. So uh, there have been three recorded and verified Dragon Breaks in the history of Nern. Uh, he's got to have a, a cell phone number and a picture of himself and his ticket number to get verified. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's got to give a blood vial. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's a whole thing. They've yeah. got a DNA test. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's it, they're they're particularly tricky to verify because it's like the the people are inside time. So how do you verify like the the time the timeline just fractured? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm. whatever timeline you're on, you're not gonna really perceive it. No. But yeah. there there have been three known and recorded ones. Uh, the first was performed by a group known as the Marukadi Selective, a fanatical sect dedicated to removing Old Mary influence from the religions of man. So. Uh, it's this uh, human sect, and and it, this is uh, what I touched on, I think, before we started recording, where the eras and what happens in which era is really ill-defined, because this is listed as happening in the Dawn era, but it's happening by men who shouldn't be around in the Dawn era, and... You know, the the first Bosmer uh, kingdom in the Valenwood was just being founded during the Dawn era. And Dark Elves? Uh, Bosmer Wood Elves. Bosmer Wood Elves. Yeah, so no. they were the first ones to establish a, a, a an empire on Nern. But uh, so this is a sect of a sect of human cultists who worship uh, Akatosh, the dragon, uh, but 
do not accept that he is also Ariel, the 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 god of the elves, who brought the elves from his uh, his oh. perfect world of infinity to or perfect world of immortality to uh, after he was tricked by Lorcan. So they're like, oh, our god's different. Our god's better. Blah 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 blah. Uh, their goal was to prove that Ariel and Arkatosh were separate beings. Uh, they tried a lot and they kept failing uh, to prove that he was different. Uh, so one day they said, like, let's just make a ritual to make them different. Uh, so they, they performed a powerful ritual channeling the Arbus or universe, if you guys remember, itself, and created a dragon break, which lasted for 1,008 years, during which time they manipulated time to better fit their narrative. So, whoa. Akatosh stops, has a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break, dude. Yeah. These, these humans, these worshippers, they're too much. Yeah, exactly. I tell you, I need a break. I'm taking a thousand years. I'm taking a millennium. Yeah, exactly. I'll be in the other room. Yeah. I'll be in the back. Having a coffee. Yeah. Smoke. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a coffee shop that says Nernies in the alley, like leaning against the wall, just taking it like smoking a cigarette. Yeah. There's like a bunch of cultists inside, just like waving their arms, like, oh, you fuck you. We want our, we want our Nern our way. That's, that's pretty good art, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Worked uh, out Starbucks employee dragon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they. So, again, Akatosh is Ariel. They're the same person. But also, maybe not. Now? Depending on how well they fit, depending on which timeline you're in, depending okay. which narrative it is. So It's Old Testament, New Testament. It's like, yeah. between, like Judaism and Christianity where it's like the same up until a point, but then it's completely different. Just completely guys. different, yeah. 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 It's like all of a sudden everything is rainbow and sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. Where this it's is not, yeah, it's not unclear lore. It's just really good writing. It's yeah. gonna, it emulates oh, real yeah. life. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the second dragon break was during Daggerfall. Uh, and the third break occurred when ancient Nords cast Alduin forward in time. Yes, that is what happens in Skyrim. Skyrim. You do go back in time in that game. That's what I wanted to bring up is I, I loved that twist in that game where the ancient Nords thought they had de defeated Alduin yeah. because he was like, well, he vanished. All they did was send him forward in time to the events of Skyrim. Yeah. 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 So that's why he's like, he shows up. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, uh, the... But you also don't absorb his soul. When he when you defeat him and he can travel to Sovngarde because he's in Sovngarde, yeah, yeah, exactly. But he he can only be defeated in Sovngarde, but then you don't absorb his soul. And yeah. at the end of that game, which I may have mentioned before, Skyrim two confirmed. When you talk to well, <laughs> when you talk to the Greybeards, you're just like, yeah, I didn't absorb Alduin's soul. Is he uh, dead for real? And they're just like, maybe. Yeah, he Who might knows? just like show up at the end of time, like, uh, like he's supposed to, and kill everybody anyways. So. Yeah. yeah. Or when time resets itself, as it always does, he's just going to be a part of it again. Yeah. He's the guy who's, yeah, he's the tech they send over to unplug your modem for you. Yeah. Yeah. So two of the three confirmed dragon breaks are during the games, Daggerfall and Skyrim. Uh, are, do dragons appear at all of these times? Are dragons lizards? Uh, no. Does dragon lizards? <laughs> not necessarily. The one, it was uh, humans that performed the ritual, and right. it's not confirmed that Akatosh was there. The second one, Daggerfall, uh, you have a quest to, to complete like a monument, and when when that gets completed, uh, it causes a, a dragon dragon break. Okay, I haven't okay. actually played the game, so I'm not. I I, I haven't played Daggerfall at all. Yeah, most people haven't. I'm it's assuming. free; you can download it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so contemplating how one could use an Elder Scroll to cast something forward in time, like Alduin, is kind of funny though, because it's how did Alduin get cast forward in time? Because the Elder Scroll says he did. Why does the Elder Scroll say Alduin got cast forward in time? Because he did. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's a thing that says it could be anything, and you read it, and it says Alduin got cast forward in time, and you're like, 
okay, but why? And it's like, because the Elder Scrolls said so. But it only says so because I just read it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's quite the that's quite the weird little catch-22 of, like, the, the, the scripture of the Elder Scrolls. Well, the, I think that's, like, just part of it just being, like, it isn't anything until you read it, right? And then once you read it, that's what it is. And then, Like, you can't nail any of that stuff down. No, you know? that's yeah, it. That's it's, it's just funny to try and think about it. It's, yeah. it's, again, it's a lot like quantum mechanics and, like, the, the wave, the, the two-slit experiment. Yeah. But it's just, like, it depends how you look at it, really. Like, yeah. it, what, what came first, the Alduin getting cast forward in time or the Elder Scrolls saying Alduin got cast forward in yeah. time? <laughs> <laughs> um, what, um... Do the Dragonborn have anything to do with this? Like, Mirak and, and any of that shit? Um, unconfirmed. Oh. Uh, like I said, the, the lore of the dragons themselves is really, really, really surprisingly thin. Yeah. I, I looked it up today, and I, like it's hard to find pretty much anything about it that's not just, like, the story of Skyrim. Yeah, well, they, you know? they weren't in any of the games. No, that's it. For that. Yeah. yeah okay. And, there, I mean, there was the, the blood of dragons, like Tiber Septim and, and his lineage, but... Uh, well, in Oblivion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so like they they've been a theme in other games, but they've never been present in other games, and they've never been history in other games. And so like you look it up, and it's just like, first of all, there's nine pages on the nine separate pages on the wiki for dragons, and each of them is like two paragraphs long. Oh, okay. So it's really really sparse, really really unconfirmed. I don't think the Dova can have pretty much anything to do with time itself. I don't know what creates a Dovakin other than. Having a need a dragon for a Dovakin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Every time we talk about a game, I always want to play it. And <laughs> I have this one in VR, and I really just want to cancel plans with my girlfriend and just go play VR. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I want to go play Daggerfall, figure out what, what happened with that other yeah. dragon break. I wouldn't yeah. mind playing through Morrowind. It doesn't quite hold up, but I feel like if I stuck to the main quest, it would be a good experience. Yeah. It's a really good game. Like It's still yeah. my favorite, but just keep in mind, your skill, your skill number in that game, you know, like when you are... What, you know, like Elder Scrolls, the skill goes up as you do, but like yeah, yeah. in Oblivion and in Skyrim, it just increases your damage yeah. as you get better, which and makes enemy damage, yeah. sense, right? In Morrowind, it's your chance to hit. So if you have a oh, skill like... in, <laughs> it, 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 like, in, if your skill in archery or in magic is 35, or even with like Longblade, that's your chance to hit. So one third, two thirds of your spells will fail <laughs> until one succeeds and hits something that gives you an increase. Uh, Same with with archery. Doesn't matter where you're aiming your bow, idiot. Yeah, yeah. That arrow will just vanish <laughs> because your skill is too low and do no damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the combat system in Morrowind is uh, fucking terrible, but it's it's a much better game. Am than I thinking of Daggerfall or Morrowind that your jump skill goes up the more Morrowind. you jump? Uh, oh no, that's all of them. Too. Uh, all of them except, except Skyrim. 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 They removed acrobatics because they were just like people are using. You just it. spam it to level up. Yeah, you, they're like they're spamming it. People are spamming it to level up, yeah. and they're breaking the game too early. Yeah, because yeah. you could, like jump over houses like at a certain point. You just and Morrowind. That's how you try. That's how you fast traveled. Yeah. <laughs> you put well, on this certain boot, and uh, you yes. could just jump like above the map where like everything. Like, the draw distance, you got so far away from the draw distance that everything just became, like, gray clouds. Yeah. And then you eventually landed on, like, the other side of the map after, uh, like, two yeah. minutes of uh, him just being in the air. The actual fast travel system in uh, Morrowind is a lot more like The Witcher, where you can only fast yeah. travel from certain points. Okay. It's uh, like, it's you take like a silt strider, you ride this big bug. Yeah, it's like the, the in Skyrim, 
how you get like a car- uh, carriage outside of the, the major cities. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. how it worked. You had to yeah. go to the place and talk to the guy, and then he would take you to to one place. Yeah. Yeah. When I played um, Skyrim, it took me like probably twenty hours before I realized you could fast travel. Yeah. So I was walking around. <laughs> Not the worst thing. It was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, but, yeah. I know. Ne- I never really fast travel in games. I I love walking around. Yeah, yeah, especially the Elder Scrolls games because you find so, especially Oblivion, man. You find so much cool stuff yeah. just by walking around. Uh, Oblivion is definitely my favorite game in the series. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, it's the first one I played. Yeah, it's and, the same. Yeah, and I like I went back and played Morrowind, but like still, Oblivion for me is just like I've, I've sunk way too many hundreds of hours and bought three copies of that game that all got laser burned by my shitty Xbox. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that was that, that was definitely my game. And actually, I loved. I love the level up in that game because if you got too high leveled, the last quest became like almost impossible to do because you have to escort a guy like through uh, like a Daedric assault. Oh, uh, you have to escort Martin. Martin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Martin Septim. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't level up as you level up, but you level up and all the enemies scale their damage. And if he die, then you're just like waiting for him to get back up from like unconsciousness. You, you like know? that? What's that? You like that? That seems really No, I didn't cool. like that. Okay. I like the game, but I was just remembering this funny oh, thing yeah. where, like, if you're too high leveled to do the main quest, it becomes so annoying because it takes, uh, like, an hour and a half just to get him to walk 30 feet, like, into the Oblivion <laughs> gate so <laughs> you can shut it. Like, and then, like, <laughs> when you're in you're in the plane of Oblivion and all these demons are just, like, attacking, you're just trying to fucking protect this guy who keeps falling down. It's like, <laughs> um, What a nightmare. <laughs> so, how to read an Elder Scroll. Uh, it burns your eyes, doesn't it? Yep. It hoits the eyes a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, it takes time, preparation, and training. Uh, those who are unable to understand the Elder Scrolls claim they see unknown etchings and runes. So you can just look at an Elder Scroll if you are if you don't know what you're looking at. If you're a dummy. And you'll be fine. Yeah. Elder Scrolls for dummies. <laughs> it's just yeah. Like, it's like a blank page with like a bunch of like scribbles on it. The guy with his uh, eyes being burned out of his head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, though with increasing levels of understanding, you can gain insight along with a higher chance of going blind and or insane. The moth priests are all blind. Uh, elder moth priests are all blind. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. So uh, <laughs> it's a coming of passage. You have to... Uh, you, are, you have to go blind in order to become an elder. Listen, if, yeah, you, want, if you want to get on salary and then, uh, yeah. you know... You, you want, want to get unionized. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If, you want to, if you want to get partnered at the Elder Scrolls firm, got to poke your eyes out. Yeah, yeah. That's but, funny because, like, unionized, it's like you have to uh, lose yeah, the yeah, union yeah. Yeah. your eyes to become part of the union. Unionized. Call yeah. me like, bastards. Oh, you want to poke our eyes yeah. out. Yeah. You want to become part of the union, huh? You got to pay the union dues. Well, what are the union dues? I'm going to splash this acid in your face. Ah! <laughs> there goes your unionized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so only those of something known as the cult of the ancestor moth, the moth priest that Peter was uh, just referring to, may read from the Elder Scrolls. They ancestor are, moth sounds like a really cool enemy. Right? They are, after all, the only ones who know how. True insight into the Elder Scrolls comes at a price, like Jamie said. Every time one is read, it renders the reader with a blindness that increases with each new reading while simultaneously giving them a broader view of its contents. So they're like junkies, and they just like keep going back to this thing that like hurts them every time they do it. But they're like, I just need a little more. I just need a little more knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need to see the flow of time a little bit yeah. better. But it's kind of like King Lear, as in like whenever he became blind is when he saw the most. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. When he gouged his own eyes out. Yeah. Did he gouge his own eyes out, or did the no, witches take his Oedipus. eyes? No, uh, that's Oedipus. King Lear himself, lost yeah. his eye. The witches like... took him. Yeah, that's right. The witches took him. I think so. I like King Lear. As far as Shakespeare goes. Billy Shakes, we used to call him. Yeah. <laughs> so the reader of an Elder Scroll will be left without vision, forever removed from the, removed of their right to read the scrolls. So, like, that's kind of the thing. Like, you need your eyes to read them, but the more you read them, the more blind you go until eventually you can't read them anymore. How ironic. So it's like you're literally a junkie, 
but it's like it drives you to a point where <laughs> you just can't shoot up anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. It just doesn't do anything. It's like if every time you did heroin, your arms got shorter and shorter yeah. <laughs> until they couldn't couldn't reach across your chest anymore. <laughs> I pictured like someone just really wanting to finish a Sudoku puzzle, and every time you got a couple more numbers, a couple more numbers, but you'd always go blind before getting the last couple yeah. numbers. <laughs> so you just can't quite finish the puzzle. Is that all that's on the Elder Scrolls? Just Sudoku? Yeah, yeah. just a Sudoku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's like one of those like really hard ones that have like letters and numbers. And oh, it's like four by yeah. four boxes. Oh, like. yeah. I've never done a Sudoku puzzle. I've done a lot. I really like them. Yeah. They're great for calming down. I've I've done a lot, but I don't play by the rules. I just put whatever numbers I like. Yeah, that <laughs> doesn't sound like doing Sudoku at all. Well, they're always filled out when I'm done, so <laughs> I'm happy. That sounds a lot like filling in blank squares with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dwemer, or the Dwarves. Them again. The Dwarf Elves, if you will. Being the tech gurus that they were, were able to create a device known as the Lexicon, which would allow someone to read an Elder Scroll without going blind. Oh, they built goggles. Yeah, well, in Skyrim, you see a couple Lexicons. One of them is where you get the Elder Scroll for the main quest. It's that huge, like, orb device oh. with the four buttons. It's a puzzle. Yeah. It's a puzzle I beat that main quest it's, once in 2011. Yeah. yeah, it's in a like in a room, and the lexicon's like in the middle, and there's like two spiral staircases up to oh, like, and, yeah. and there's like all these lenses, and you have to turn the lenses in the way that it shines the light on it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I that's do, the device do... that they use to read the Elder Scrolls. That's okay. the lexicon. Okay. Surprised I actually remember that. I usually forget everything about video games. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie hates video games. Really. <laughs> I like them when I'm doing them, but I'm always not recording. I'm just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie likes fun. Yeah. What an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> so the ritual of the Ancestor Moth. We've all done one. Oh, yeah. I did one before we came. <laughs> you also did one when you beat Skyrim. Oh, really? Yeah. You you perform the ritual of the, the Ancestor Moth, and you read the Elder Scroll. I know you read an Elder Scroll, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, you yeah. and you have to meet a moth priest, and he walks you through it. Fuck, I really don't remember Skyrim no, that much. Really I beat not. it once like seven years ago. I I... I I've meant to do it again, but it's very long, and uh, there's a bunch of other games that yeah, have yeah, come out it. since 2011. <laughs> I have, uh, I have it on PS4, PS4 VR, and PC if you guys want to get into it later. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I have it on PC. Yeah, yeah, I have it on PC. I went to a launch party in Toronto for... Uh, Oh, for, yeah. for Elder Scrolls, yeah, for for Skyrim, it was great. We you mentioned it in like fucking... an early episode because you missed out on one thing to go to that, and I forget what you missed out on. It was another game that launched at the same time. It's not super. Important. I bailed on something to go yeah. to the Skyrim party. Yeah, it was great. I went yeah. to the Riv. Got a weird memory, Toronto. dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're like surprised that you remembered like something from a game that you love so much. But you're like, I remember Peter. You once told me that you went, you you skipped out on another game's launch to go to the uh, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim launch. Yeah. Toronto. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that happened. Yeah, Jamie's gonna write my biography. <laughs> so the ritual of the ancestor moth is the ritual by which the Elder Scrolls can be read. Please, Peter. What is an ancestor moth? Uh, I have that in several sentences it's a but moth that has children it's um <laughs> it's it's a moth it's a moth you you find <laughs> grandchildren and Thank great grandchildren you. yeah good exactly. good All right. you're welcome uh, <laughs> um so ancestor moths are they're pretty much just moths they're not even big nope they're they're moth sized uh <laughs> they swarm That's... they swarm you in the game Moth size in Skyrim is the same as in real life. Ethan made a thing with his hand, but I guess like moth is super abstract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I mean, uh, I remember from my like grad party in high school, we went to this cabin where there were moths that were like four inches across. Yeah, yeah. Some of them get quite big. Big yeah. motherfuckers, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and they're like so the, fuzzy and cute. Yeah, yeah. when it's the body is like your thumb, you know? It's yeah. Like, uh, it's because moths can live forever, and out in the woods, there's less lights for them to run into. Yeah. Yeah. So they they it, less growing. fires to yeah. fly in. Yeah. <laughs> if they you go far enough out into the woods, moth big enough, eat your head. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> them, though, those moths, uh, they didn't involve street lights yet. So yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but they, they do. That's Ooh. why actually why Edison invented the light bulb was oh. he had a serious giant moth problem to defeat bothered. the ancestor moth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so like a moth the size of like a, a Panzer tank basically showed up to his first light bulb, <laughs> just touched it and they just they disappear, right? As soon That's, as they touch a light, they just disappear. It's so scary to see a moth that big because they're so clumsy in the way they fly. They yeah. kind of just like know where they're going and by random chance they yeah. get there eventually. Yeah. So like imagine a Panzer tank moth just like knocking down buildings. Yeah. <laughs> just like, like knocking over trees. Like is, yeah. a, is, is a uh, sometimes ally and sometimes enemy of Godzilla. Yeah. Now Edison built the light bulb and put it in Tesla's lab, and all these panthers, these panthers, just flew in and wrecked all of Tesla's inventions. Yeah. Like he's got a Tesla coil, like, like fighting them yeah, off. Yeah. In the front. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be good Elder Scrolls art? Like, no context. Moss Tesla wrecking Tesla's lab. <laughs> yeah, like getting fought off by like. Uh, a Tesla coil and an earthquake machine, like. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh Christ! What are we even talking about? What's, uh, what's this episode about? Yeah, we're talking about ancestor moths. So. Oh, good. Uh, they take so the ritual of the ancestor moth is a ritual by which the Elder Scrolls can be read. Uh, they take place within one of the ancestor glades scattered across Tamriel, and the reason they take place in an ancestor glade is because an ancestor glade is called that because it is a home to ancestor moths. Oh, good, cool. Um, so in the Dawnguard expansion of Skyrim, they added random ancestor moss, which you can pick up as, uh, herbalism reagents right, or yeah. alchemy reagents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but before that, it, it was pretty much, they only live in the ancestor glades. Uh, the voice of the ancestor moth has always been an integral part of reading an Elder Scroll. Oh, wait, I have a funny, <laughs> I have a funny Skyrim story that I still remember. Please. What does the did, moth sound? Okay. Did you know? that the butterflies and the moths in Skyrim are physical objects that can actually be shot out of the air. And one time I got killed because I was fighting like a hard enemy, ran away, turned around with like my last two HP of health, yeah. turned turned around and <laughs> shot an arrow at him and it hit a butterfly, hit a butterfly, stopped dead in the air, fell straight down and then I was immediately killed. <laughs> but whatever the fuck I was fighting. Yeah. It gives but, you like the kill cam where it's like yeah. the, the slow mo arrow shooting yeah, right yeah. at the guy. You don't even see the moth in the kill cam; it just stops in <laughs> yeah. midair, drops right down. Uh, so, um, what does a moth sound like when it's reading an Elder Scroll? Um, so that's a great question. They they maintain a connection to the ancient magic. It's a high pitch that screen. allows a moth priest <laughs> to decipher an Elder Scroll. So basically, you have these swarms of moths in in Skyrim. You perform the ritual. You get a special knife, and you go to a special tree in one of these these glades, and you you harvest the bark of the tree, which the moths eat, and you take it to a certain spot in the glade, and you hold it up, and the moths swarm around you. Wow! And the sound of their them swarming around, you know, like a moth is like, yeah. But a bunch of them, it sounds like really little people are having a round of applause. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or very far away people. Yeah, very far away. <laughs> Um, it's all about perspective. Yeah, so basically, yeah. them swarming kind you, of. You read the Elder Scroll. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it, it is both 
tiny people very close yeah, yeah. and a lot of normal people very far away yeah, yeah. but it depends on when you read it exactly yeah. Yeah. you can't tell if that person's just really small or really far away yeah it's i mean it's a flat piece of paper so there's no depth of field right? of course exactly yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah so them swarming around you uh emits a soft harmonious trilling that when amplified tap into a very primal form of magic so the ants, the uh, moth priests basically use this this trilling that that automatically taps into a very primal form of of magic. Like not, we talked about last time. Magic you know, on Nern is derived from Mundus, yeah. the sun, and uh, this is not derived from Mundus's magic. This is like Nern itself, like Lorcan's body almost. Yeah. Um, and they tap into that. The moths themselves will become a conduit for the reading of the scrolls which the moth priests use to decipher the message they're in. It would make sense that it's not connected directly to Magicka in the Elder Scrolls, because the magic that, like, characters use is obviously different, because it comes through from Oblivion in the stars and sun. Yeah. Whereas if the Elder Scrolls are possibly at all points older and younger than time itself, then they would have to tap into something different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Turns out, you get a bunch of moths together. You tap into the frequency of the anthem of creation, like whatever. Yeah, that's cool. So that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> how much fucking ketamine do you think they are doing <laughs> at at, when at, they, when at, at like at Bethesda when they're thinking this shit up? Yeah. They just have they just have one guy on ketamine who's writing all this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, out, he's on a porch with a laptop, and he sees a moth fly yeah, towards yeah, it. Man, like if a bunch of those were together. I'd probably be able to see through time. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> he thought to himself. Yeah, he, uh, he thought. And he tried right. He tried to mouth the words, but all that came out was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, to, to call back to a question you asked at the top of the episode, the exact number of scrolls is unknown. Yeah. And, in fact, they cannot be counted as proven by the cult of the Ancestor Moth. Any attempt to quantify them or even scry their location causes the scrolls to change place and number seemingly without reason they don't want to get they don't want to be found yeah They're that's quantum. It. yeah okay. that's just like that's if, really cool if you look at them they, they move yeah if you don't look at them they don't move but as soon as you look at them they move yeah it, it's like i need you to put uh, the elder scrolls on a shelf here but for the love of god do not count them yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise you're gonna have to reason you're gonna yeah, have to start over yeah. <laughs> you're doing inventory you get to the last one you're like check that box boop <laughs> you have a dragon problem you really need to check the scroll and you can't look at it so you're like walking backwards yeah, yeah, yeah. with your hand out yeah. it's like braille you know, you're trying to grab read a it. rolling pin you're like why is this here yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, fuck oh that's funny yeah you're doing an inventory like the in the, in the moth priest warehouse yeah yeah it's like, yeah, when's your shift start? Uh, an undetermined point in time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like he's got them all on a shelf, and then like each, he counts the last one, and they just appear all over the warehouse, just like yeah. on the floor in a bucket of water. Like. Yeah. Well, that's like a good make-work project. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, that's if, it. If, if you need to run a racket, that's then it. They, yeah, yeah. the uh, Elder Scrolls, whatever. Uh, what, do we, what do we get the intern to do? Uh, have him count the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, uh, that'll get him. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, uh, good uh, hazing ritual yeah. for, for Moth Priest interns. Yeah. I also, I love the idea, because like in many of the games, you have to find an elder scroll uh i love the idea that like the hero goes grabs an elder scroll and then like one of his enemies is just like yeah, just try scrying them and it just like pops off his back and ends up like somewhere else in the <laughs> oh universe. yeah it's like a like, counter yeah, yeah. <laughs> son of a bitch yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you just like you you want to get it but it's in like a super secure location so you're just like eh, let's just 
try and find it and oh, then it like yeah. it appears in another place like you, you can know. like brute force it just scry it till it shows until up it in shows your lap your, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you oh, shake your foot with your laces untied enough times probability <laughs> says they'll end up tied like... i was talking about that with someone today <laughs> <laughs> just like a bunch of like a bunch of it's, 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 that's like twinking a character where you just like game the system yeah exactly <laughs> You just have like you just get like you build like Dwemer constructs to just run the algorithm as many times as possible in a few seconds, and as soon as one of them gets it, they just yeah. like stop running it. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be like that'd, that'd be like the tech bro Dovahkiin that everyone hates. Yeah, yeah. Even instead of going on a quest, just like build this big brass orb that just <laughs> yeah. did all the work for. Yeah. Stays in some inn called like the Rusty Nail, and just yeah. 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 all day. And, yeah, he's just cool. playing Xbox. He's got the machine running out back. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like mining for Bitcoin. Dovahkiin, aren't you going to stop Aldo? Like, I'm working on it. Yeah, playing Fortnite. Yeah. 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 Every time he gets a kill, first round, duh! Blast yeah. <laughs> the TV off. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. So the dragon Parthunax describes the scrolls as being artifacts that exist outside of time as well as fragments of creation. Parthunax is really cool. Also, voiced by the same guy Mario. who voices Super Mario. Yeah. Um... He's really cool because he does have a point where you're just like, aren't dragons all inherently evil because you're here to consume time? He's just like, yeah, whatever. But like, what is what what is more impressive, bro? To be born good or to overcome your like yeah. evil nature through meditation? I was yeah. just like, damn, uh, through dragon great effort. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. That's yeah. a good line. He ends up being a bad guy in the end, though, right? No, no. no. you can kill him. I the, can kill him. The I blades will ask you to kill him because yeah. they're dragon racists. But yeah. you don't have to. I think I killed him both playthroughs because I didn't trust him. Yeah. Nice yeah. good guy. I love that dragon shout that makes dragons land. Dragon rend. They, they only yeah. fly because they believe they can fly, and then dragon rend puts the thought of <laughs> being land. Like the doubt. Land yeah. lover. Yeah, they puts doubt in their minds, which is why they land until it wears yeah. off. Whoa. But, because something like dra dragons are like bees, where they're not aerodynamic yeah. Yeah, and yeah. shouldn't be able to fly, but <laughs> they, they just believe they can fly, yeah. and then dragon rend is just like. Maybe I can't actually fly. It makes them nervous. Yeah. It just gives them anxiety. Yeah, they anti-Tinkerbell them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Which uh. killed her. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember from Peter Pan, the when the, Tinkerbell died. The Tinkerbell boss fight in Peter Pan is really difficult. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, but if you stop believing the boss exists, you win. You're I fine, played yeah. Peter Pan on uh, Sega Genesis, and it was actually a really fun game. The Lion King game is fucking dope. Until uh, you get to the fucking... Um, the carp when you get the carpet and you have to fly out of the fucking li that's lion's in Aladdin. head. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, thinking. Aladdin's oh, the stampede game. in the Lion King. That's yeah. so fucking. Yeah. All of those Disney games have one fucking level that is just fucking annoyingly impossible to beat. We talked and like about the rest that, of it yeah. are great games. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we talked about this though. There's not much memory space. They got to make one part really hard, or yeah. else people <laughs> finish it too fast and not get their money's worth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I gotta so go back to make it the last level. Fuck. Yeah, not three levels into the game. Yeah, because I didn't get my money's worth because I was six and I couldn't fucking beat that level. In Aladdin, it's like the reaction time you have to get the carpet, like because it's basically like you have three like tiers. And it's like you have the top one, the middle one, three or the lanes, low one. Yeah. yeah, like three lanes, yeah. yeah. Where you're flying in and you're just dodging obstacles, but like the reaction time that it gives you is like half a second of just like something flashing and it's like your your reaction time, your eyes reaction time is like 0.1 seconds. So now you have 0.4 seconds to fucking react to this thing. It's like, yeah. it's stupidly difficult. And yeah. it's like, like I've seen speed runs of it and even like speedrunners will be like, Sometimes it's kind of luck because, you know, you just move the right way because... And 30 frames. So, like, if you took your eyes yeah. 
then how much seconds, then 30 frames. You probably it. have like six you, to eight frames. That's like it. You, like, you, yeah. have, you have your reaction time yeah. after already counting for the fucking point one loss. Yeah. Anyway, I'm mad at the Aladdin Disney game on the SNES. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But game. he wasn't mad at it until he had actually played it because it was both frustrating and easy at the same time until, until he hit that level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Staying so, on brand here, boys. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the um, Parthenax describing it as fragments of creation i want to get into lore boys canon territory here because i've been all right i've been theory crafting a bit i've been reading up on my elder scrolls uh artifacts that exist outside of time and artifacts that um that that are fragments of creation creation as we know it right now is lorcan because his body is the world uh space is oblivion the stars are the magna gay wine is his blood well, yeah, that's it. Uh, his, uh, the earth is made of crackers. Yeah. And, uh, so I like to think that uh, the Elder Scrolls are some way linked to Lorcan because when when Lorcan created Nern, he, like the the Elder Scrolls must have been created at some point. Yeah. Lorcan is a child of Sithis, who is the the evil or the chaos in the universe, and I think Lorcan trying to impose will on Nern. Uh, which is like kind of against his nature because he tried to create uh, an orderly planet with an orderly star system and an orderly, you know, physics when he is a child of chaos would probably impose some need, which seems to be where all the Adra and the Daedra arise from mm-hmm. is this, this need for something in the universe. Cause they all represent different things. That's yeah. it. And I think, I think the Elder Scrolls really reflect his kind of chaotic nature in a, in a, like they reflect both sides. It's like two sides of a coin where like if the event hasn't happened yet, they're completely chaotic where they just show you possible futures. Like while the coin is spinning, basically. That's it. And then as soon as the coin falls flat, it's like that is set in stone in the history of Nern. It's not, it's never said that the Elder Scrolls exist on any, on any other plane, in any other dimension, anywhere else. Um, They're brought to Oblivion once, I believe. Uh, It's one of the, one of the Elder Scrolls is stolen and by a servant of Molag Bal. And brought to oblivion. Is that in Daggerfall? Oh. Um, I think I have, it, I have it written here. Could be ESO. It's it's just I think it's just a history, so it's just it, it could be an ESO because Molag Bal is the main villain of the vanilla game. Yeah, okay. Elder Scrolls Online, uh, the 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 Momo, the Momo, yeah. So, uh, the appearances of the Elder Scrolls throughout history. Um, there's not that many. There's been five they're busy bitches they got better things to do that's it there's been five or so recorded times or not recorded but relevant times where the elder scrolls have have played a part in the history of nerd during the merithic era the remaining snow elves uh fleeing the atmorans either returned to the forgotten Vale or were enslaved by the dwemer were the snow elves the chimer no that's the dark elves no the dunmer are the dark no the kimmer are the the we covered this last primordial last dark elves, right? Yeah, they're the precursors to the right. The Dwemer. Excuse me. What were the um? Or not the Dwemer, but the what um, were the snow elves called? Falmer. Falmer. Excuse Falmer, me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this is. I think this the snow elves fleeing the Atmorans uh, will probably get covered in your episode because the there was a there was a a um, pogrom of snow elves at the hands of these Atmorans who I won't get into who they are because yeah we're getting pretty good on time here. But uh, they they fled these Atmorans who were who were hunting them and, and slaying them. They fled one of two places. They fled back to the Forgotten Vale, 
where they were safe, or they fled to the Dwemer. Yes, who turned them into slaves. The Dwemer forced the Snow Elves to ingest a toxic fungus, which blinded them and drove them insane. Yep. Uh, then forced them to invade the Forgotten Vale, so where the other uh, Snow Elves had fled to. So it's like, it's kind of fucked up. It's like, they come to you, they're like refugees. You're like, we're going to drive you crazy, and we're going to send you to go kill the rest of your family back home. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah the dwarves are bad people. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, one, and this is this is a kind of funny, nonsensical thing, but one of the mad elves, one of the mad Falmer, sent by the Dwemer, bit Arcturic Virther, who turned into a vampire. Who is Arcturic Virther? Um, so he he is relevant in uh, Dawn Guard. Yeah, yeah I remember the that. Last, the last surviving snow elf. Uh, he was turned into a vampire. I did not look up. Yeah. Roots of vampirism in Nern. In that, I know about that though. They that, were created by Molag Val. Uh, so the the main villain of Dawnguard, whatever the fuck his name is, um, Harkin. Uh, Harkin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, he's the first vampire, and he got vampirism and immortality by sacrificing both his daughter and wife to Molag Val yeah. to rape, and then he used. Then they drank his blood or something, and all three of them turned into vampires. As Molag Val, it seems like there's a lot of other way to get women than give up an Elder Scroll, uh, or give up his. Uh, sorry, like then turn people into. Uh, Are you sure Harkin was the first vampire? He was the one. Like, he was the bad guy. Like, I know he's the bad guy. He's like the most ancient vampire, and like the the, the I, plot of Dawnguard is like him and how he sacrificed Serana. He's, yeah. he's an ancient vampire. Yeah. I think Virther was the first vampire. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I can't In remember. Skyrim, the, the Dawnguard quests, you start off and you go into this cave, you fight a bunch of guys, and then you like unlock this puzzle that brings um like us what are those things called? Uh, a circular prism? Okay, oh, yeah. a cylinder. Cylinder, yeah, cylinder. And circular <laughs> prism. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah. And it comes out, and Serana's in there with an Elder Scroll on her back. Yeah. yeah. So where does the Elder Scroll come in there? I'm not sure, uh, but... That's my next sentence, actually. Oh, perfect. So why I think Virther was the first vampire was he got so mad after being turned into a vampire, and he's like, fuck, I can't go to the beach anymore. Like, oh, I hate this. He creates a prophecy <laughs> called the, the Tyranny of the Sun. Which, yes. Which would be contained on three separate Elder Scrolls. The Tyranny of the Sun is a quote from Harkon. As well, that's I the the prophecy that he's trying to fulfill. Yeah, is the tyranny of the sun which Virther created because he creates that bow or whatever that you can fire into the sun. Ariel's and bow, block it out. Yes, exactly. The bow oh, of the god himself. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, that does. It's blowing my mind about Skyrim. Yeah, right. They may have nerfed the character sheet, but they upped the lore real hard. Yeah. You, you need to you need to do hours of research to understand what the fuck is happening in Skyrim. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> So the Volokar clan, Harkin's clan, yeah. the last surviving vampires of the time of Virther, uh, sought an Elder Scroll to use Ariel's bow to end the sun's threat to vampires. So that's the uh, quest line of Dawnguard. Yeah, is well, the, one of them. Yeah. It, if you're with the Dawnguard, you can just kill him. That's it. It's yeah. it's. This is, again, this, this would end a non-canon way because it depends what the player chooses yeah. would yeah. be the canon. Is the sun forever I'm, changed for vampires? Which I, I gotta get, I have to assume that that like the the vampire ending in Dawnguard cannot be canon because they're not gonna make the next Elder Scrolls game like all vampires are fine right Oh yeah they block out the sun Un- unless <laughs> they do uh, uh, it's possible that they don't do it in the fourth era the next the next game so it's it's set before the events 
of Skyrim. I don't want that to happen because so far they're all linear. They have been linear so far. So, which I think is cool because like when like well the timeline between like Arena, Dawnguard, Morrowind, and Oblivion is like a span of something like twenty five years. Yeah, it's very. And the thing that pissed me off the most about Skyrim is like they said it two hundred years in the future, but nothing changed. Uh, Like the politics changed a bit and saying nine divines is heresy now yeah, yeah. But like that's it like why set it that far in the future yeah the that's place? it uh i think the majority of them take place in the third era so yeah. the merethic era is the second era okay uh and then there's the third era fourth era and the, no. well the third th- and fourth yeah the third yeah. the third era i know ends at the end of oblivion yeah, yeah. and then uh the when skyrim the- is 4E201. Yeah, something like that. Or something like that. We were talking about Dongar, though, and the one point about Dongar that I want to say is that I always hate starting that quest because I never want to decide at the end. That's just how I play video games. I don't want to be locked (laughs) out of one thing. Um, So I kept Serana with me for most of my playthrough of uh, Skyrim VR. Yeah, I remember that. And eventually she started attacking my horse. Your horse, yeah. Yeah. She she attacked (laughs) Shadowmere. So if you look, if you go in twitch.tv slash the lore boys and look up Serana hates horses is one of our clips. Uh, Serana just attacked my horse for no yeah. reason. I think it was a Bethesda glitch because I don't know it why. Is. It was she... a feature, idiot. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's I a feature and you'll like it, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can still have her as a follower after choosing to kill her father. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to be turned into a vampire was my whole thing. Yeah, and because there's like an A vampire lord. There's an achievement where you can do stuff as a vampire lord, and I do want to get every achievement eventually. Yeah. But uh, by choosing to be a vampire or not be a vampire, I would prematurely get to that point in my playthrough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One thing that I'll say about vampirism right now, very quickly, is um, Skyrim took the lazy way out. Uh, is that uh, Khajiit and uh, Argonian vampires looks Look different deep. than human vampires in Morrowind and Oblivion, and then in Skyrim they were just like. Fuck that shit. They're and the they exact look same exactly model, the yeah. same. Yeah. And I was like, Kate, that bugs me because I'm yeah. a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> you bastards are so lazy yeah. creating this game with all these quests and all these areas to explore, but you didn't do this one thing the way I wanted you to do yeah. it. Yeah. To be fair, it is an expansion though, and they could have put a little bit more time into it. Because the expansion itself is not I mean it's a big expansion compared to other games when I, the, but as far as bethesda expansions go it's yeah. not the, the biggest expansion the times that i've reinstalled skyrim i actually have not even bothered installing dawnguard because dragonborn is fantastic and dawnguard for me has always been a disappointment i like i like the main quest i like i like the dawnguard story i don't like like jamie i don't like being a vampire lord. i liked all those sunlight spells those were cool yeah I, I, I used restoration a lot and yeah, having offensive cool. restoration spells was cool i played skyrim too late so i got to the point where the dlcs were already baked into the main game for me so yeah. whenever i was like oh i just want to experience skyrim like this extra thing of like it's like wearing a fancy hat on skyrim i don't need the fancy hat let me feel skyrim out first <laughs> yeah and afterwards yeah, yeah. i'll put the fancy hat on Anyways, Ethan, what were we talking so about? So other... I mean, we're just wrapping up here. I just have yeah. other appearances of the Elder Scrolls throughout the history. Uh, during the Three Banners War, the Elder Scrolls were an important aspect of the battles waged in Cyrodiil. The three factions would steal each other's scrolls back and forth, and as such, power shifted between them. That's the PvP in Elder Scrolls Online. It's in Cyrodiil, and it's trying to capture the Elder Scrolls. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. really? Oh, that's yeah. super that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. We were just so, talking on the way here. Like, ESO is always this thing I've always kind of wanted to buy but just yeah. never ever ever did yeah. that's it well it, the three banners war that pvp yeah. is what forms the 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 empire of man what's it called is it just the cyrodelic the cyrodelic empire yeah so yeah what eventually forms you know like cyrodel when we get to oblivion is this three banners war oh. uh it takes place in the second era 
and it is oh I know the three factions. Oh man, I play. I haven't played in a while. It, Daggerfall is one of them. Um, Daggerfall's a city, right? No, wait, I, I might I'm have sure. it wrong. There's the, anyways in Elder Scrolls Online. There's three factions. There's the three banners for. But go on, Ethan. I might have it wrong. Uh, Daggerfall Covenant, Ebonheart Pact, and Old Mary Dominion. Ebonheart yep. Pact, yeah. And then, yeah, the, all three of those. It, when you play Elder Scrolls Online at the beginning, you have to choose to be one of those packs. Yeah, it depends on the race you. Depends play, on your right? race, right? It, well, yeah, you choose the rack, uh, the the pack. And then from there, you can only choose a set amount of races from each of the packs. Wait a second. I remember that when they were launching ESO, they did nine races because the tenth race was the Imperials who did not yet exist. Yeah, right? and then you have to pay uh... it's pay to be an Imperial. But again, in the uh, the first era, Man was there. Well, I guess Red Guards were there in uh, yeah. ESO. Eh? Yeah. yeah. So they're the only the only people. But yeah, Imp- the Imperial Cyrodiil, the Cyrodiilic Empire did not exist at the time. This was the formation of that. They were trying to steal an Elder Scroll, which en- ends up in the Ivory Tower. Yeah. Uh, it's a White Gold Tower. PvP. It? White Gold Tower. Yeah, yeah PvP and ESO is probably my favorite part about ESO. Like, you can use materials to build, like, siege th- siege weapons. Oh, yeah. and you can go with, like, a big squad of people. And if you're, like, actually Isn't playing Isn't that shit, together, like, 100 v. 100 or something? Yeah. yeah. It's massive. You it's can like spend, Planet Side 2. Yeah. You yeah. spend resources and, like, knocking down walls. And, like, if you are, if your other team... Like it's like Fortnite, like, but you're also a lizard. Yeah, <laughs> no, but you play together in like large teams too. Like I played with the clan for a while. Yeah, and man, was it fun! If you can get a good group of playing ESO, PvP is totally worth it. Yeah. It's, it's really tactical. It's a giant map, and it's fun. So, how does the Three Banners War uh, end? In um, the in the second, I don't think it's in. I don't think it would be in, in ESO, ESO unless it, it's like an expansion. In ESO, it where never they the ends. PB, yeah. There is an expansion where you go into, like, the inside of Cyrodiil. Anyways. Yeah. In the second era, a moth priestess known as Sister Terran Arminus tasked the vestige, just a, a moth priest tasked someone with uh, retrieving an Elder Scroll from the White Gold Tower in order for them to fulfill the prophecy written in the scroll. Mm. However, their plan was thrown in jeopardy as the Daedra Molag Kenna masqueraded as an empress at the time and stole the scroll for her master, Molag Ball. So this is when the scroll went to Oblivion, basically. Yeah. Oh, Molag Ball's the bad guy in uh, ESO. So too. is is ties together. Actually, I'm I'm having a thought right now. I didn't actually look this up. His realm is Cold Harbor. It's an exact copy of the entire continent of Tamriel, except it's like ankle deep in oh. like warm gray slush, yeah. and the sun never comes out. Every like ten levels, you go to Cold Harbor to see a little bit of a prophecy from the past. Gross kind of as fuck. Yeah. yeah. So my I didn't I didn't research this because I just assumed it was something from a random book in one of the games, but this is a uh, a mish, a quest in Elder Scrolls Online. Okay. So you are the Vestige. Oh. In Elder, I just looked it up. Apparently, that's the what the main character is called. Also, Solus One, Meridius Champion, Hero of Cold Harbor, yep. and Savior of Tamriel. So that's the playable character in, in ESO. You're Meridius Champion too. I, I At know some she, point, she's yeah. like the objectively good. Good. Yeah. Well, other than Azura, uh, she's yeah. the other one who's like objectively good all the time. But she's also a bitch. Like. Yeah, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, I want to follow you saying it because I didn't quite get it. You were so saying- you're the vestige, yeah. and you're sent on a quest to retrieve the Elder Scroll, yeah. which is, I guess, like a, a PVE quest. But apparently, you can complete it. You go to the White Gold Tower, uh, and you fuf- you fuf- to get the you fulfill your quest or whatever. Um, but your plan is thrown into jeopardy when a Daedra shows up, steals the steals the uh, Elder the Scroll. Elder Scroll, is taking it back to Oblivion. Uh, you manage to slay her and return it to 
the the woman who I guess puts it back in the same place and people keep fighting over it. Okay. I don't know. The moth priest. Uh, so I guess it, it doesn't actually go to oblivion. Okay. I, I thought it, I thought it went to oblivion and you would have just slain them in oblivion, yeah. but it says here you slew Kina, not Molag Ball, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Molag Kina. The you three banners don't know you can change the location when you're scrying it because when you're running it back to your base, someone could just scry it. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the Deidre can't really die, right? Like when you even, when you defeat Dagoth, um, uh, what, what's it? Mayrun's Dagon. Yeah. At the end of Oblivion, Elder he's, Scroll, he's still there. Yeah. Elder Scroll. Yeah. Elder Scroll Six. Daedra's never die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the next appearance would be the hero of Kavach, uh, once stolen Elder Scroll from the Imperial Palace. That yeah. The, well, that's for the Thieves Guild. Yeah. The Gray Fox gives you a quest to pass on the curse of the Nocturn Nocturnal's Cowl to the hero of Kavach. So yeah. the last quest of the Thieves Guild in uh, Oblivion. Uh, where you play as the hero of Kavach, which is the first Oblivion gate you close, it opens in the town of Kavach, yeah. um, is to steal an Elder Scroll from the White Gold Tower. So presumably, presumably, we had presumably, this discussion before. It's a B. Yeah. <laughs> presumably. We shall presume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> presumably, the One same Elder Scroll that they're fighting over in the Three Banners War, you steal for the Thieves Guild cool. in uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Cool. Uh, an Elder Scroll was also used to cast Alduin forward in time, as well as by the Dovakin to learn the Dragonrend shout. Yeah. And that's uh, the Elder Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls. Cool. The Elder Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls, the Elder exactly. Scrolls. Exactly. I want to download Skyrim. I want to download ESO. I bought one of the expansions for the PvP, and I never got high enough level to actually play it. So <laughs> yeah. I'd love to go and try that someday. Sounds um, like uh, Destiny to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is kind of annoying with, like, okay, we have another release, another release. But if you do like Skyrim, you like MMOs, I said it before, I'll say it again. ESO's fine. You I got- really uh, admire Bethesda in the fact that they uh, are... They never compromise with a game, no matter how many people play it. They support everything yeah. they make all the time. There's updates all the time. They're, it's they're, crazy. They're yeah. the, the game developer we we deserve, but not the one we need right now. <laughs> no, the, the uh, one we need right now, in. but not the one we deserve. They're yeah. like they they yeah. Bethesda is still just like too good for yeah. how much money they clearly make. Yeah, like um, they make more money than God. They, they, could, they could chill. They could chill out like at EA in in a heartbeat. But yeah, and, exactly. But they still just like they'd yeah, still be fine. They'd y- still make these games, and we would still buy these games. Yeah. Like you yeah. remember that random ass sci fi game that we specifically made for Peter, and he's the yeah, yeah. only person <laughs> on Earth who bought it. Yeah, here's Moon Crash, yeah, the yeah. like infinitely replayable five character escape the moon expansion yeah, yeah. for Prey. It's like what? Yeah. W- w- what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like what you want? You want Doom? Yeah, we made Doom again. And again, it's the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I do want Doom. I'm very excited about Doom Eternal. Doom, Doom Eternal. Uh, I, the CG trailer told us nothing, nothing other than the fact that the soundtrack is still good. Yeah. And there's a bayonet on the super shotgun now, so yeah. like I'm. This and I will have an erection the entire time I'm playing it. What? And I will have an erection the entire time I'm playing it. I will absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I will have an angry boner. I will be very mean to my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Here, you got such not. strong eyebrows. I just picture your boner has one. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, that's how I shave my pubes into <laughs> two other eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> they look angry. Yeah. yeah. Like so an, it looks like an angry. It looks like an angry seagull. All right. Yeah. So if we want to see your angry pubes on the internet, where can we find you, Peter? At Pete O'Donohue on Twitter. Uh, old Aunt Peter on Instagram. I do all the artwork for the Lore Boys, which is now just theloreboys.com. Yeah. Yep. Theloreboys.com. Theloreboys.com. If domain. you want to download the full sized. 
banner photos, I guess, per episode. They're on O'Manahue on DeviantArt. They're mm -hmm. 1080p opposed to 500p because that's the same as your wallpaper. Limit. Yeah, same it. as your wallpaper. Do it up. Um, and um, I make casual appearances four times a year on Twitch. Cool. Also, how was uh, how you doing? You said before we recorded that you would tell us on the episode, but you never told us how you were doing. What? You never told us how you were doing. Oh, I'm good. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> uh, and James, I don't remember. I don't. Yeah. I don't really remember that. Uh, if you want to find me, um, just recently I stepped up on the internet. I actually have an Instagram profile now, so you can find me at James Miller No Spaces underscore TLB for the Lord Boys. James Miller underscore TLB. Uh, find me on Twitch.tv. This week I will be streaming the new Fortnite season five. Because something's gonna happen. There's a rift above everything. Like shit's gonna go down. They found a hamburger in the desert. Get excited, guys, because there's gonna be something <laughs> in that the changes. real desert. Hamburgers in the desert. Yeah, baby. no, like I, there's a an actual like hamburger model that was disappeared from the map in the game and showed up in the real California desert. Like Epic's going really above and beyond on this like whole PR thing. They're making I'm wearing, more money than they could possibly spend. Yeah. They could do whatever they need. I'm to. wearing a Fortnite shirt right now, so I'm a little biased, but I, it's going to be really good. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be really good. And uh, other than that, you can find me at James the Miller on Facebook. James T-H Miller. And Ethan. I'm at me? Ethan the Dead Man, where it counts. Uh, make sure to follow the Lore Boys on all all platforms. Do it uh, all. Please leave us some reviews. I know we haven't been reading reviews, and we haven't uh, really check the reviews in too long because we're lazy pieces of shit. But uh, if you leave us a review, we'll someday read it on the air. Uh, and we'll give you a big thank you and we'll give you a big smooch if we ever see you in person. On the mouth. And if you want to support us financially... You can kiss us on the mouth. You can kiss us on the mouth. <laughs> and you can pay us for the privilege oh, yeah. uh, because uh, that's what this week's uh, Lord Boys Premium is all about is anybody who signs up for Lord Boys Premium gets one smooch on the mouth from the Lord Boy of their choice, excluding uh, Ethan and Peter from those options. And so. I'll pay you. <laughs> Jamie, no, we talked about that. Oh, Jamie, you can't oh, pay them. It. Wait, Stop oh. paying people for this. I mean, it won't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, stay away from the piggy bank, goddammit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, give us a like, give us a follow, give us uh, some money, and give a big kiss to Jamie. And that constitutes a lore boys. Lore boys. Out. Oh. Out. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.